if you go out into the street and ask people the meaning of life, they'll give you many different answers. But St. Ignatius of Loyola would say, man is created to praise God, to reverence God, to serve God, and by means of that, to save his soul. To praise God is there, right up there with one of the primary reasons of why we exist. And we hear in our first reading from the book of Tobit how we are called to praise God by sharing the good things he has done for us, to give testimony. And that's what the angel Raphael tells Tobit and his family. Look at everything the Lord has done for you. You were just wishing death upon yourself, and now they basically have this storybook ending of being healed from blindness and demonic affliction and now being a rejoicing family. But Tobit reminds them to share that, or Raphael reminds Tobit to share the goodness of the Lord, to praise God by giving testimony, and to even, he tells them, to write down all these things that have happened to you in order that it may carry over as it has now in the Bible, that we might see the goodness of God through the life of Tobit. Raphael says, a king's secret it is prudent to keep, but the works of God are to be declared and made known. God's goodness is not meant to be hidden. It is meant to be shared. And his mercy that is shown upon us is also meant to be shared. The Lord pours out an ocean of mercy upon us. And we are called not to just be like sponges and absorb it, but to also be channels. We're supposed to allow that ocean of mercy flow through us like streams of mercy to all those around us. And that's why Jesus tells St. Faustina, my daughter, if I demand through you that people revere my mercy, you should be the first to distinguish yourself by this confidence in my mercy. I demand from you deeds of mercy, which are to arise out of love for me. You are to show mercy to your neighbors always and everywhere. You must not shrink from this or try to excuse or absolve yourself from it. I am giving you three ways of exercising mercy toward your neighbor. The first, by deed. The second, by word. The third, by prayer. In these three degrees is contained the fullness of mercy, and it is an unquestionable proof of love for me. By this means, a soul glorifies and pays reverence to my mercy. Yes, the first Sunday after Easter is the Feast of Mercy, but there must also be acts of mercy. And I demand the worship of my mercy through the celebration of the feast and through the veneration of the image which is painted. By means of this image, I shall grant many graces to souls. It is to be a reminder of the demands of my mercy because even the strongest faith is of no avail without works. We have to enliven our faith with works of charity, works of mercy. And Jesus is telling St. Faustina, by our works of mercy, we give glory to God. 
So we praise God in our prayers, especially here at Mass. Prayers of the Psalms, prayers like the Glory Be, or when someone shares something with you, you know, you can even just say a quick prayer, praise God when they share something good. But we must also not just share mercy with others through prayer, we must also uh, show mercy to our neighbors through acts, through our words, and also praying for them. And we're called to be like that widow from the gospel. God treasures an offering which is sacrificial. That's the most precious offering in God's eyes. Not, <clears throat> not something given out of uh, pride, because God can read our hearts. He knows the motivation and which why we give. And that's why it's always important for us to examine our conscience every day, you know, at night. Find, examine ourselves and find out, you know, God knows why we do things, but do we always recognize why we do things? So we have to question ourselves, you know, why did I do that? Was it out of selfishness? Am I trying to get a favor out of somebody? Is it out of pride? I'm trying to make myself look good? Or is it because I'm doing this out of love? Am I doing this good deed out of love? That's what God values, is everything done with the pure intention of love. And of course, I already mentioned praising God, right? The examination of conscience actually should include counting our blessings so that we may also not remember just our sins and ask for forgiveness, but to remember God's blessings. Always, every day, count at least one blessing and once you kind of recognize how God worked in your life. But so we examine our conscience, try to see what is motivating us to do things, what's our intention behind things, so that we might purify our intentions and always do it with love. And the most pure form of love is a sacrificial love, one in which we completely give of ourselves. That is the model Christ gave to us on the cross. He gave of himself down to the last drop. And he shows this model here with the poor widow. Jesus and the apostles are watching people uh, give the tithes at the temple. And Jesus says, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the contributors to the treasury because they contributed from their surplus wealth, but she from her poverty contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. So God's not counting that, oh, she only gave two pennies and someone else gave a million dollars. He's valuing the fact that where it came from, the treasury in which it came from, and that was everything she had. And it was given also out of love. And that can sometimes be a little daunting. We can kind of be a little afraid to always give of ourself. You know, that's why we kind of build up boundaries. But love is vulnerable. Love requires sacrifice. And we have to trust in God that if he has mercy upon us, he's going to 
continue to have mercy upon us if we be merciful to others. That's why Jesus says, you are the light of the world. We are called not to hide the light that God shares with us, but to be, like he says, a candlestick, not covered in a room, but open so it lights up the room. And we know from the news, there's a lot of darkness in the world, but God is calling you then to be a lamp bearing the light of Christ to the world, to bear that light which conquers all darkness, and to trust then that God will continue to always have mercy on you and to allow him then to work through you to be an instrument of mercy. And there's a lot of saints that are recorded that they radiated this light of God. Sometimes there's these miracles from different saints, like St. Saint Philip Neri or St. Elizabeth of Hungary, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Philip. They were sometimes seen in prayer or at Mass, their face radiating, just like Moses, sometimes uh, dazzling everyone in the room. And it was a reminder that they were receiving God's light and are called to radiate it to others. And going back to giving of ourselves sacrificially and trusting, there's a great story uh, by Corey Boom recounting her experience in the prison camp. She and her family were sent to a concentration camp during World War II because of hiding Jews. That's where the book and the movie The Hiding Place comes from. And she talks about how when she was being checked in, they take away all your clothes, they take away all your medicines, anything you have on you, but they did allow uh, a few toiletries if you had anything. And so she had with her a bottle of liquid vitamin compound, uh, I think Davidamin, and she just said a prayer and you know, hoped it wouldn't get taken away, and sure enough, the, the Nazi guard said, uh, toiletry, and you know, allowed it through. And then she didn't keep this bottle of vitamins just for herself. She shared it. And for that first night, she went around to all the women to give a couple drops to each uh, because vitamin deficiency was a great cause of uh, disease in the concentration camp. And she said, you know, this tiny little bottle, she just kept giving uh, and just trusting in God. And every night, uh, it just never seemed to run out. She didn't bother looking at how much was really in there. But every night, she just kept giving a couple drops to all the women. And so the woman came up to her, not asking eventually, uh, do you have any more of that uh, vitamin bottle? They started saying, do you have any more of the jar of oil of the widow of Zarephath, that jar which kept replenishing miraculously? And so they were realizing this was a miracle, that this bottle was not running out. And this continued on for six or eight weeks, she said. And finally, a friend came with a bag of vitamins who worked in the hospital, and this was seen as another miracle. Uh, and as she was going to pour out the bottle, uh, it finally ran out. The miracle was no longer necessary because now they had this 
bag of vitamins. And as the bag of vitamins was being used up during the week, someone came up to her asking for uh, some more vitamins. And she actually, though, had a, a moment where she said, oh, sorry. You know, she kind of looked inside and saw that there was a little bit left. And she wanted to reserve it for her sister. And so she said, sorry, there's, there's no more, you know, in her mind, thinking I'm reserving this for my sister. And then she realized, though, she wasn't trusting. And so she confessed as the, the lady was walking away. She said, wait, no, sorry, there, there is more. And as soon as she gave it to her, that friend who worked in the hospital came back with another bag of vitamins, uh, again, replenishing their supply. And she said, you know, this was a miracle because even if a doctor favored a patient, they couldn't sometimes get vitamins for whoever they were trying to do a favor for. And so God was providing. God was taking care of them, especially through that generous act of mercy that Corey uh, was giving. And so may we always continue to trust in the Lord's mercy, allow him to pour out his mercy upon us, and then allow ourselves, beg for that grace to be an instrument of mercy for others, especially through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who was that great, that great recipient of mercy and that great instrument of mercy for all her beloved children of the earth. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.